This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The busiest time of the year for reports. Two very important livestock reports are due out after the close on Friday. The monthly cattle on feed report is set to serve as another reminder of the contracting cattle cycle, with marketings expected up about 1% over last year, while placements shrink further by 4 to 5%. The latest quarterly hogs and pigs report is out at the same time to show a similar cycle of reductions for the breeding herd and for farrowing intentions. Friday's reports follow Thursday's cold storage update that showed a large seasonal drawdown for pork stocks, while beef inventories rose by more than anticipated. Tis the season for eventful market-sensitive reports on crops and livestock. The approaching January crop reports are known for their potential to produce fireworks because they include final estimates on the last year's yields and acreage for the row crops, as well as new estimates for winter wheat plantings and grain stocks left after the first quarter. Trade estimates for the January report are not out yet, but there have been rumblings about the majority expecting upward revisions for the corn and soybean yields that had increased in November to 172.3 and 50.2 bushels per acre, respectively. Still, the carryout estimates should remain at their lowest level since 2012, while current grain stocks could be smaller than anticipated if there are any reductions made to the 2021 yields, which is possible on January's annual summary report. The winter wheat seedings report will be influential in determining whether wheat can continue to break out of the downtrend that sent Chicago futures lower by more than $2 over the last two months. As noted in the report previously, higher prices incentivize extra acres, but area was also lost to untenable planting conditions, so the range of estimates is likely to be wide, and the market reaction could be strong when the USDA releases its figures on January 12th. It is also likely that the report encourages an active spread trade to continue between the Chicago and Kansas City markets in reflection of split prospects for the respective soft red and hard red winter wheat crops. The January WASDE report is the next one that could include revisions for crops in key places such as South America and Ukraine. The consensus for the December report was that corn and soybean production estimates would go down in Argentina and up in Brazil, but the USDA left them all unchanged. Ukraine could face further cuts to corn and wheat production as a result of lower yields in the crop and the crop that is still left unharvested. The WASDE report will also show the government's view on Chinese trade demand and whether more business should be assigned to Brazil. Chinese purchases of U.S. corn have been minimal, but cumulative sales way behind last year, while China's soybean buying has been running ahead of last year, despite the USDA recently calling for the total soybean exports to drop by 5% this year. In the lead-up to January's balance sheet updates, market participants will keep an eye out for the unscheduled daily export announcements that pop up whenever there is a large grain sale, like there was Friday morning on 124,000 metric ton of soybeans sold to an unknown destination and 150,000 metric tons of corn sold to Mexico. The daily sales reporting system will likely be the first place it is confirmed if Chinese importers begin a buying campaign for U.S. corn early in the calendar year, like they did over the last two years. Corn sales to Mexico support the market, as positive news also just came announcing a deferral for Mexico's planned ban on U.S. GMO corn imports. 
The last two weeks of the year and approaching few weeks of 2023 are offering up a host of critical reports on grain and livestock. By all expectations, they should show that most agricultural commodities are still in a trend of declining supply, while demand is precariously based on changing dynamics for items like the global economy and the war in Ukraine. If anything, the reports will have the potential to inject more trading volume into the market after this recent stretch of slow activity. Higher volume is likely required for a bigger picture breakout that we would use to eventually wrap up old crop sales and make a start on new crop, which is something that could be set into motion as the coming reports turn out friendly. Your imposition squaring by the trade resulted in some very light volume activity on Friday, but a higher market. That allowed both corn and soybean markets to test the upper boundary of what has been technical resistance. The trade will come back after Christmas with a new perspective on the weather in South America. With most traders gone for the holidays, light volume can move markets. Merry Christmas, everyone. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.